0: Well, coming up on this episode of the Financial Flight Plan Podcast, we're going to talk about cybersecurity. People everywhere are getting hit left, right, and center with uh, scams and people impersonating businesses and companies and trying to get your information. It's unavoidable right now, but we want to make sure that you protect yourself. So today we're going to go through a checklist, take you through some steps, some things that you can be aware of to help protect you from these possible scams. Welcome to the Financial Flight Plan with Tim Estes and Bree Reyes. When it comes to your financial future, we believe the sky is the limit. We'll give you the proper tools to keep your engine portfolio running smoothly. Let us pilot the answers to some of your toughest financial issues. The Financial Flight Plan starts now. Welcome into the Financial Flight Plan Podcast. Glad to have you on the show today. I've been George with Bree Reyes. As always, we got a good show Bree and I know this is a a topic that you really have to be having these conversations with everybody, right? Because if you have an account, whether it be email or a phone or whatever, you've probably gotten hit at some point for, as a target for for one of these scams.
1: Oh, at least once. You know, I will tell you that I have been hacked or or scammed or whatever the night the day of my wedding. Oh, geez. Even yeah, I haven't told you the story. This is a really I don't funny think story. So. We're, we're up at the, at the altar. You know, we say our, our vows, we have our wedding, we do our whole thing. At the end of the day, I look at my phone cause I didn't look at my phone the entire night of our wedding. Of course I was focused on my friends and my family, all the wonderful food and the beverages and all that. Yeah. I look at my phone and I have about four phone calls from my bank, oh, which is never a good sign by, by the, the way, way. just <laughs> never a good sign. And so I called the bank back, and I, I, and they said, hey, we um, did you sign up for Farmers Only and Christian Mingle earlier tonight? What perfect timing, huh? 5 <laughs> o'clock. I'm like, no. No, I, I know for a fact that it, I think it was like 5.30. At 5.30, I was not doing those things. Yeah. And they said, well, how do you know? And I said, well, because my wedding started at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> is that I've got an Episcopal priest right here. I've got about 100 guests. We could talk to any one of them, and they will tell you, first of all, they've never seen my phone tonight, and second of all, I just got married. (laughs) Yeah, wow. I loved the Christian mingle aspect of it, though, and that's when I learned that they often hit people's debit cards for small amounts to see if it's a working card. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first real smack of getting hacked. And, uh... You know, made us change some stuff for our honeymoon a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it impacts all of us. So we want to talk through that today. So we got a good show coming up. Again, you can find everything online at EstesFinancial.com. How's everything else for you, Bree?
1: Everything else is going really well. I mean, everything, oh, I won another blue ribbon in the state fair. Oh, look Texas, at you. Congratulations. For sewing, so That's I had awesome. the chance to visit there. So all in all, family's good. Things are good. Part of the reason this podcast. The idea for this podcast came to me, and this this topic and theme came to me, is earlier this year, spring of this year, we were all in Mexico. We being my parents, Tim and Julie, my husband, um, Joaquin, and our son, Nate. Mm-hmm. And we are walking down the street of Mexico, and the night before, Joaquin had had some fraudulent activity on his credit card after we had gone to dinner. And so, of course, we knew, okay... You know cancel the card new cards sent to our home address fine whatever we have other cards we never take all of our cards out to dinner they always you know mm-hmm. we, we've traveled enough we kind of know know the drill but as we're walking down the street in Mexico our bank mom, mom and dad and I all use the same bank by the way this is something you should probably know about us uh, our bank reached out to dad and it was the phone number it showed up on his phone the legit number of our bank phone number wise. And said, hey, Tim, we're seeing some fraudulent activity on your account. And dad, kind of dealing with what he's dealing with, knowing where he is, knowing with what's going on with what had just happened with Joaquin, pulls off to the side and starts answering the bank's questions. And I, because I don't trust anyone, including my own bank, said, dad, why don't we hang up and we call him back? Like, we're, we're wandering down a street in Playa del Carmen. This is probably not the appropriate spot, you know, mm-hmm. time to be doing this. Let's, I mean, we're, we're pretty much done here. We're going to grab ice cream. And we're going to go back to the, the, the condo, the hotel, the thing. Let's just call him from there where it's quiet. No, 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 Bree, I got to take care of this now. I got to mm-hmm. take care of this now. So he kind of blows me off and continues this conversation. And the questions get a little more and more. My spidey senses are tingling a yeah. little more and more. And so we finally, I finally get in his face. I'm like, dad, call them back. Right. Like, Seriously. Stop. So he finally listens to me Um, after I walked away and yelled for five minutes because I just needed to get that aggression out. He finally listens to me. And sure enough, yeah, he had just given a bunch of information to somebody who was not our bank. Yep. So then we go back to the condo and have to spend two hours resetting all... Passwords, all numbers, new account. I mean, just everything under the sun. Now, they weren't able to get a dime from dad, but had we just done that in the first place, we would have saved ourselves time to enjoy the beach. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons that was one of the impetuses of this this podcast. And then even corporate wise, earlier this week, I opened our corporate account after I got back from uh we had a long weekend with Indigenous People's Day. Um, we got back to our our office, pulled up our corporate credit cr- credit or our corporate bank account, and there's money missing there. It had been ACH'd out to Man. Vanguard. Wow. Somebody knew our routing number and our account number which by the way is at the bottom of every check So it's not real hard to get that information Um, But they had set up an ACH now I get to spend Hopefully only an hour today on the phone with my bank's Treasury Department to decide how to move forward with this. So it's taking more time out of my day and there was nothing there were no questions There was nothing to me and it happened over a a holiday weekend. So the banks were closed on Monday Mm Mm-hmm. So I caught it as soon as I could, but, and they, and it's just under the $10,000 limit, which is, you know, exactly what they want. So this is happening to everybody. Everyone. This perfect, no matter how savvy you are in this, no matter how smart you are on this, this is happening to everyone. So to me, it's important to talk about because it seems like they're, they're angling for boomers or older people who, maybe not, might not be as technologically savvy.
0: Right. Well, sometimes too, Bree. it's not, I mean, it's not even really your fault, like to your, to your point about your dad, like he, the number looked accurate and there's ways that people can make a number appear a certain way. So it looks like it's, it's correct. And like with emails too, I mean, unless you click on, the, the name that shows up on the email is going to look like, oh, this is from PayPal or this is from my bank or whoever, till you click on it and you see it's a bunch of random string of characters and you could tell and identify it that way. But on the surface, a lot of these things look very Uh, authentic and that's why it throws us off so if it could happen to your dad it can definitely happen to anyone and it's only getting more sophisticated so that's why we want to talk about it here on the show just to kind of give you some things to do to help protect yourself maybe a little bit of a a checklist of items that you can do and just kind of be aware of to to hopefully avoid this because thankfully a lot of times you get the money back brie but a lot of it's just the headache and the time you have to spend to sort through this stuff like you did
1: well and sometimes you don't get the money back. I've heard of a case where someone was encouraged to move their money to crypto and then send the crypto blockchain address Mm -hmm. to the hackers. And I sat yesterday with a law enforcement officer from Secret Service who does deal with a lot of this stuff, who are told if it's who have been told by prosecutors if it's not $250,000 or more, they're not prosecuting it. So it doesn't matter if it's somebody's last $100,000. Yeah. They're not going to take the case mm. for less than 250000 There's just too many of them. Yeah. There's too much work. It's a shame. How sad is that? There's too much work.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's a very difficult time, and it can, it can ruin your, your entire retirement, too. So where should we start, Bree? What, what are some things you want to hit on first?
1: Well, I really like uh, – we've got a quick reference guide. And it's a checklist. And basically what it talks about, we're going to, let's go through the questions. And the more you say yes, answer yes or no, the more you say yes to these, the higher your rating is. So for for each yes, give yourself five points. And then we'll look at the total overall numbers and maybe some things we can do. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So we've got an action plan, but we also have some questions. So I'll go with the first one. I have one email ad- address that I use exclusively for my online financial accounts. Banking, credit card, payment services, brokerage, and nothing else. Huh. If you answer yes to this question, give yourself five points. Kay. The next one, I have two-factor identification or two-factor authorization turned on for my email and online financial accounts. Yes or no?
0: Got an extra layer of protection there. Yep.
1: Yep. I can spot the difference between dangerous free public Wi-Fi and useful, secure, free public Wi-Fi. If you know the difference between public Wi-Fis, give yourself five points. I understand how to tell if my home Wi Fi network is vulnerable to hackers and how to boost the network's security.
0: Probably not an easy one for most people.
1: If you can, that's probably not an easy one. Heck, that's not even an easy one for me to say. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever my money leaves my bank accounts or my credit cards are charged, I am alerted to the transaction. If that is you, give yourself five points. The next one I have complete control over my credit files at the big three credit bureaus. What do I mean by the big three credit? I don't mean the big three auto companies. I mean the big three credit bureaus. So this is Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, because I have placed them on the highest security level. If, If that is you, you get five points. I have confirmed with credit bureaus that my minor children have not been the victims of identity theft and frozen their credit files. Hmm. This is one I have to do today, so I have to give myself zero points. Yeah, I'm sure most people probably haven't done that, yeah. (laughs) Well, you've got a kiddo, too. Apparently, this is something we should have been doing before we (laughs) took him home from the hospital. Oh I know. Um, I have run antivirus software programs on my computers and devices. You can even get antivirus software for your cell phones nowadays, people. I always make sure that my computer and devices have the most up to date software programs, including operating systems, browsers, Microsoft Office, iTunes, virus protection, wireless router, and Adobe programs. Probably. I have a system
0: to answer yes to all those too. I mean, there's so many things you got to update constantly, it seems like.
1: Right. Sometimes you get yourself, if you set it on auto update, that sometimes is the best way to do things. Yep. Okay. I have a system for ensuring that I can recover. A, from a ransomware phishing attack without paying an ex, ex, an extortion fee to a criminal. Okay, so if you have 40 to 50 points, you are good. If you have 25 to 35 points, you are okay. And if you have 20 to zero, you are in danger.
0: You got to ask yourself where you would fall. And I'm, I'm guessing not everybody would, uh, would meet the, that minimum threshold.
1: I'm guessing so too.
0: So what can we do then, Bree, if, um, you know, with, with this list of questions, depending on how you answer them, what are some things we can go through? And I know you have a checklist that of items that are so important to to kind of check off. So let's run through some of those.
1: Okay. So the first one, email address. Create a secret email address for your financial accounts and set it up with the strongest possible security settings. So set up one email address just for your credit cards, your bank Any your brokerage accounts, any financial account. Now, this is not the one you give out to Aunt Sally who needs to send you something. This is not the one that you sign up for newsletters for or something like that. This is just a private secret email account to get financial data. So that would take five minutes, and that will help us answer and get five extra points. Passwords. Create stronger passwords using mnemonic goal-setting, diceware, or poetic password approaches. I love a good password protection software. Now, those can be hacked too, so you have to be very, very, very careful with this. Um, but I always use alphanumeric. I, I use letters, mix of letters and numbers, even when I'm using a silly word for whatever the password is. And I know there's so many passwords out there, and it's hard to remember, and that's one of the reasons we use I use a password keeper personally. I always establish and and, rec- and encourage people, I know it's a pain in the tits, two-step verification on all your accounts. Yeah. Financial and personal email. We don't want anyone to be able to just get into your email account, especially that private secret email account that's going to have all of your financial data in it. And the third option, download a password manager. This is what I'm talking about where I use the password keeper. It's called a password manager and put all your computer and devices and put it on all your computer devices. And then, then and then, then the big goal is pick a strong master password to get into that. I will tell you I constantly forget my strong cuz it's so strong, my master password to get into that. So there's there's options there for Wi-Fi. Install a VPN program on your laptop so you can use safe That's safe for use for free Wi-Fi. You can change your router's default username and password. A lot of Mm -hmm. people recommend not keeping the factory settings. Mm -hmm. Um, You can select WPA2 or WPA3 encryption settings on your Wi-Fi. And just make sure you update your router's firmware. This is something if you are not technologically savvy... Find a family member, friend, someone that is, that you trust, that can help you with that. Transactions. I get a text alert every time money is moved in our accounts, our bank accounts, um, not corporate. And that's one of the reasons I might be switching my corporate bank account because they don't offer that. But my personal bank does. And I don't care if it's 25 cents. I want to know where the money's going and why. So I get a text every time money moves out of our personal accounts Good and idea. our credit cards. Yeah. Credit. Place a credit freeze on all your credit files from the three reporting agencies, the Equifax, the Experian, and TransUnion. Yes, I have that done. That's pretty easy. You want to freeze, and then you can go online even and search your child's social security number at all three credit bureaus. And you can place a credit freeze on your child's account at all three agencies. That's something that I think most parents, and I will fully admit I have not done. So... (laughs) I will be doing that today. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I mean,
0: that's just not something that you're told as a parent, right? I mean, it's not something like no. You're
1: told to get a social security number. You're not told what to do with it afterwards. I did know to go on their social security administration and set up a username and password for Nate. So I have done that part, but I have not thought to go to the credit agencies. Now, the place to get your annual credit report and to look at. Freezes and place to start is annualcreditreport.com. And so that is where you can go. You can request your credit reports, pick the reports you want. And for there, you're able to, um, they'll help you talk you through a freeze and that type of thing. That's uh, good to know. So I, that's something I will be doing for Nathaniel as soon as we finish this episode. Yeah. Hopefully he appreciates it. He won't appreciate it. What am I talking about? <laughs> One day you will. Um, software. Uh, update all software on all devices. Set it to auto-update too. Set auto-update for programs that allow it. Run an antivirus software and keep it live. Ours is set up to run every night. I always like to back up devices to two locations, at least two. One cloud and one a physical backup. The reason being is you never know when you won't be able to get to um, the crowd. Uh, The cloud, for whatever reason. Maybe you're in a situation where it's not safe. (laughs) Wi-Fi is not safe. Then you have a physical backup. Always, for phishing, always look at an email sender's true sender on the display line. So any email that you get in, pay attention to who it's from. Take a look at it. If you see anything in it that doesn't make sense, like if it's a bunch of characters at paypal bunch of characters dot com that's not really paypal right no one inspect links and suspicious emails the other thing i will tell you and this is not on the list if they tell you it's time sensitive or an emergency or it needs to be done now hold off Mm -hmm. most of the time that's not true they'll pick up the phone and call you don't open any unsolicited email attachments i don't care if you like pictures from strangers just don't that's 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 a good way to get yourself into trouble yep Also on your devices, please have a passcode for your smartphone and tablet and set up find my phone or locate my phone app in case your device becomes lost or stolen and add an emergency contact information to your devices. So in my device, my husband is listed as ice has uh, ice and then his name, Um, not because I don't know his name, but because I want first responders who who are able to grab my phone and need to call him to be able to see he's my in-case-of-emergency person and to have his name. Good to know. Because in-case-of-emergency yeah. hubby, if they don't know my name, <laughs> yeah. hi, we just found you this crazy lady by the side of the road. She was in a car accident. Who are you? Yeah. It just helps them <laughs> make it, make their life easier. Um, social media. Uh, Review and strengthen your social media privacy settings. Take a look at your friends, and I put that in quotations. And see if you actually know these people. Yeah. Don't accept weird friend requests. Just don't. <laughs> a lot of times you can change letters to symbols or numbers when you're looking at passwords. The other thing we have here, and this is this is kind of our, our, our giveaway or our call to action today. If you reach out from this podcast and mention hack proof your life, we have a great book it's the cybersecurity survival guide for everybody and it talks it takes through you through actions included in the checklist we talked about it also talks about products for password managers and antivirus software password managers and antivirus software it, this book is amazing so if if you reach out to me and or reach out to the office call us 817-444-8402 once again 817-444-8402 and tell us, hey, I want a copy of that book. We will physically mail it to you because it is so important.
0: Yeah, take advantage of that. You can never be too careful in this uh, in this uh, arena, Bree, because people are always going to be coming after you. Um, that's why they continue to do it, right? Because it is working. And it, well, it's Ottawa a numbers people.
1: game. If yeah. they reach out to a hundred people and one falls for their their con, then, you know, that works for him.
0: It's worth it. Yeah. Well, some really good tips and um, suggestions for you to be more secure with your money and your accounts. Again, take advantage of that book as well. Just reach out to Brie and she'll send it out to you. But an important topic and one that uh, we all, everyone is, uh, has to be more aware of. So Thanks for bringing that to our attention today, Bree. Um, let's jump into a little getting to know you question, as we like to do from time to time. Bree, what's the weirdest place you've ever fallen asleep?
1: I actually am an insomniac, so I do not fall asleep very in very odd places unless I'm very, very, very tired. And the weirdest place I can think I've ever fallen asleep was the Memorial Student Center at Texas A and M University. <laughs> 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 um between classes. Obviously, I was very, very, very tired. So I sat down between classes to take a nap, and sure enough, fell promptly asleep and was woken up by another wonderful student uh <laughs> later on that day who told me I was drooling. <laughs> so <laughs> that is the weirdest thing. The weirdest place. Actually, it wasn't MSC. It was Rudder Tower. It was right next to the MSC. They're connected by a breezeway, but it was Rudder Tower. Um they had some janky old couches when i was a student at a i a&m i'm sure they've replaced them by now hopefully
0: i'm sure you're so tired from all the studying you were doing too right studying
1: like- the core cadets i was i was i was just tired <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all have had an experience like that especially in college it's easy to get pretty worn out or as a parent um both both can be pretty exhausting <laughs> true true all right, Brie, let's uh, close it out with a question here today. This is from Jake in Fort Worth. He says, my company makes contributions to my 401k, but they'll only do it in the form of company stock. I don't want to have too much company stock, so I've just been selling it immediately and then investing in something else. Is there any reason I shouldn't be doing that?
1: No, I love that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Super, I know, I know. It's the one time I can say, it, I don't have to say, it depends. Here's my thing. Your entire, your your job is is wrapped around your company. Um, and My husband's company does the same thing and they're a wonderful employer here in Fort Worth And I'm sure if you go back to other podcasts I've mentioned them, but they they are a fabulous employer. And I'm not saying that they're not great I'm just saying that for us if something happened to that company it would take down his income meaning it also would affect our our livelihood so I want to make sure whatever I want to make sure that our our accounts are diversified away from that company the biggest thing i can think of when i say this um was enron in houston Mm -hmm. they there was a meeting and there's been a video and i'm sure everybody who's over the age of 40 have seen it but they were sitting down there in the in the room saying oh yeah yeah, keep enron stock in your your 401k if you're a good employee if you keep our stock in your 401k and just shows your loyalty to the company well Long story short, the company no longer exists and those people's loyalty just was destroyed along with their financial future. So, I'm not loyal to anybody.
0: <laughs> Yourself and your family.
1: That's it. <laughs> I mean, myself, my family, but I'm not loyal to any company. We'll put it that way. My loyalty is to that I show up, that I do my job, that I recommend that. I mean, our company I am because it's my name on the door, but I I encourage my... My clients are, um, even my husband, no, 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 no. They are not going to pay your bills if something happens to you. You have to pay your bills. So be a good good loyal employee by showing up when you say you're going to show up and do the job that you have been hired to do. But do not put your family at risk.
0: Great question, Jake. And uh, I'm glad to see that you're doing the right thing already. So we appreciate you sending that out. But great to touch on that for other people that might be in a similar boat. It's all about diversification, right? And that's one
1: All about of diversification. Diversification of risk is massive.
0: So good job, Jake. Keep on doing what you're doing. If you have questions for Bree... You can always reach out. We'd love to hear from you, 817 444 8402 or estisfinancial.net. And again, take advantage of that that book as well. If if you are, you know, concerned about cybersecurity and we all should be hack proof your life now. Bree can get it out to you. Just reach out and I should send it your way. All right, Bree. Great information, big very important topic. I'm glad we went through some of these things today. I know there's a couple of things I'll learn today that I'll try to implement for myself and my family
1: you know it's good it's always good to just make yourself a little more secure and everybody listening go out and lead an abundant life